suck my crack? Is that what you said? Don't do that. Don't say that. Shucking crack. It ain't whack. Take your balls out your pants and put them in the ass. You should do a whole fucking cover album for <laughs> ACDC. Songs about balls. <laughs> well, and also, like, the, the ways we're just doing ACDC well, songs. You couldn't even complain about it. Like, I, know. I can't believe they're taking all these songs and making it be about balls. Well, I was going to say, well, <laughs> look at the source material. What would the criticism be? You just took these songs and made them sexualized. Uh, excuse me? Are we what? Take <laughs> your balls out your pants and put them in the ass. Second crack. Hey, 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 hey. I can't believe you would desecrate this great song like that. What? What? <laughs> what is it about this kind of music that makes a person who has decided they're going to be the vocalist of a band do this voice on the mic? Mm. What is that voice? First of all, what's the precedent yeah. for that voice? I have no Where idea. Where did Bon Scott get that from? I have no fucking clue. I don't know what the inspiration would be. What, this band formed in the early 1970s. I mean, you've got Robert Plant is the closest thing, right? Uh, that's probably the most accurate, probably. But I mean, yeah, there wouldn't have been a whole lot there to like. Sorry, I got sidetracked in my own head. I was thinking if I sing that sack and crack thing like two more times, it's going to be enough to get stuck in people's head. And they're going <laughs> to. It's going to fuck the song up for him. <laughs> what was the question? They're going to the, go to the bar tonight and be like, God damn it. What was the question? <laughs> Every time I hear this fucking song now, all I hear is second crack. <laughs> Hit me with that. that I, don't know. I was just saying, I don't, I don't know what his trying to think of like the timing, how much exposure to Led Zeppelin, what have you, it would he oh, have had? A lot. <clears throat> I would say a lot. But it's still to me, it's quite a bit different than, uh, it's very different. Uh, yeah. Plant. I mean, he's, it's almost kind of a Sesame Street Muppet-ish character voice. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that it actually worked to this to the factor that it did, if you think about it. Because like, <laughs> how people didn't just hear that and go, "What the well, fuck? What the fuck is this little person doing?" <laughs> okay, so the other thing, though, especially with the Bon Scott era, this guy's singing songs about like murdering people, right? Yeah, sure. And well, P.S. Considering that the drummer of this band got arrested for the suspicion that he had paid to have someone murdered, I would say this is probably the most dangerous episode of this podcast that we've ever done. Sure. But I've had a good life, so I don't care. If we die from somebody in ACDC killing us, I, I don't actually know if there's a better way to go. If we dies, we dies. <laughs> uh, the weird thing about it, though, he's singing songs about... I will kill someone for not that much money is the point of an entire ACDC song. Yeah. But he's singing it like this. Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking kill all your friends. I'll kill all your friends. Daddy, dad, dad, what about that translates to spend money on the record instead of call the police? Yeah. Here's my phone number. Call me. I'll kill your friends. <laughs> And people are just lining up out the fucking door to buy your albums. It's like one after another. Do you hear this shit? It's so fucking good. This is the best fucking singing I've ever heard in my life. He's talking about killing someone. He sounds like my mother screaming at me. He literally sounds like my mom used to scream at me. Maybe that's just it. Just awesome. so I mean, if ACDC is your favorite band, you're certainly a piece of shit. If this is your favorite band, you're a piece of I, shit. It would blow my mind if you are even offended by me acknowledging, not even claiming that you're a piece of shit, acknowledging that you, sir, are a piece of shit. Or madam, honestly, I think this band has massive appeal. The only episode of this podcast I could see being more controversial and more hated than this one is the episode on Outcast because everybody loves Outcast, but almost everybody loves ACDC. Yeah. I mean, I would go so far as to say is if you somehow bought the first ACDC album and you literally can say to yourself, no, I really did love this band from day one. The fact that you're still alive is probably a fucking miracle. The amount of cocaine that you have shoved up your ass. Yeah. Yeah, my God, dude, the, the amount of money that you have spent in strip clubs and making horrible decisions is unmatched to any fans of any other genre. Put a lot of girls through college. Yeah. <laughs> dude, what marriage number are you on? How many times have you been married? And how much does divorce cost you over the years? When you buy a motorcycle, it comes with an ACDC album, it right? Should. Yes. Uh, if, uh, if Harley Davidson was smart, they would hand out ACDC albums 
with it and a little bag of cocaine or something. Meth, you mean? Yeah, well, that's popular now, I know. But in like, you know, the 70s probably would have been cocaine. I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like it, ACDC is knuckle dragging rock and roll. This is lowest common denominator music. This is literally for people that dropped out of high school that still want to pretend they're like the cool kid that they, this is for sure what ACDC is made Whoa. for. It's made for that person. What's going on? <laughs> it's like you drop out of high school. You do a bunch of psychedelics. What? You can't get a job. You're a felon. <laughs> what did I do to you? <laughs> This is bullshit, man. Although that one time I did edit what, something that you said to make it sound like you had a house of blues tattoo. I can't remember. What, that, that had to, that had to be the social distortion. I have to start listening to this fucking podcast. <laughs> did you not know I that? I just make this podcast. I don't fucking listen to it. That's some bullshit. I did do that. I'm pretty sure it was a social distortion episode. Well, I made it sound like you, I made it sound like you said, I love my house of blues tattoo. <laughs> The truth coming out. So what I was saying, everybody loves ACDC. Yeah. Fucking Celine Dion has covered You Shook Me All Night Long. This band's music has that type of reach. I am pretty sure that Prince William of the British royal family has said ACDC is his actual favorite band. Is that the pedophile? Uh, aren't they all? Oh, that's the other one. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Don't, don't sue me. I'm not making de defamatory statements. Oh, they won't sue you. Those have you killed. They're going to call Bon Scott. <laughs> ACDC guys are coming for you and me and the fucking Queen of England, whatever, coming for me. Great. So this one's for you, Prince Billy. I believe the Lord of the Rings movies were filmed in New Zealand, which means most of the extras were from New Zealand. And that's basically Australia. Whoa, so Jesus Christ. You are literally going to get killed. I would like to, to point out for the record, Tyler is speaking right now, not Mark. So, oh my God. ACDC is literally a band of hobbits. I'm not saying anything. I'm probably just going to sit here and silence the rest of the fucking podcast. the rest of this one by myself. <laughs> this is all you from here on out. Oh my, you're, we're adding to the shit list every second of this podcast. Is the, first, the more we go on, the more people are going to fucking hate us. We sometimes like to say positive things about the bands that we're discussing. And my personal favorite thing about ACDC is how often they license their songs to the dumbest commercials in yeah. the United States. The worst possible shit. Well, because, and this is a fact, this is a documented record. Malcolm hates the United, or hated, sorry, Malcolm hated the United States. With a fucking passion. I can't remember the name of the band. There's some band who went on tour opening for ACDC. And day one, some manager or something told him, giving him the rundown. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, basically don't bring up the United States of America in any context because it's just going to piss Malcolm off. Like he's just going to start ranting. Yeah. And then you'll get kicked off the tour. Yeah. It's almost an oasis situation where I can't stand the music, but as people, they are such unrepentant assholes that it is actual, it becomes admirable. At least you know who you are and you're not pretending. Not only that, you're like amplifying it and making sure everyone knows. It's almost like a trigger warning on who you are as a person. You have to respect it. The way that you behave. Yeah. If it's that outlandish, negative and shitty. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, he'll really fuck you up. Just don't, don't say anything about fucking United States. Please don't. I don't know why. I didn't even think about that. I, we really should have made like a master list of every product placement, commercial, <sighs> NASCAR event, pinball basketball machines. event, pinball machines, football events, hockey events, every fucking sporting oh, event sports, ever. Yeah. Every high school in fucking America, for some reason, thinks it's a good idea to play. You shook me all night long to a bunch of horny high school You know kids. what's weird is this is a band that definitely paid attention to their audience and self-analyzed and found out what they were doing with this audience liked and then just kept knocking that out over and over again. Yeah. You know, that, that's why there are, I don't know, 40 songs with the word rock in the well, title. They have 18, one, eight, 18 albums. They're all the same. And this is like the, the hacky yeah. fucking music fan thing that people will always point out. Someone told Angus Young that, the band had made 10 albums that all sound the same. And he said, that's a lie. We've made 11 that all sound the same or yeah. whatever. The, the number changes depending upon 
at what point in someone's hack music fan life they heard the anecdote. Mm. Uh, but what's weird, that's true. This is a band that has like distilled this formula of what they are and just keeps pumping out iterations of it. You know, they have a shtick rock, sex, and, you know, songs about like thunder and lightning and shit. It's strange that they never started writing songs about sports. Yeah, no. Because no. they, these riffs are played, Thunderstruck is played at like every football game, oh, right? Jesus. Dude, right. I, I would almost bet. No, I bet you, I bet you right now there's a good chance that right now, somewhere in did America, you just check the time before not the world. I did because I'm like, oh, well, what time is it? I would almost bet. That's dedication to that, the bit. That, that, that song is being played right now or is it has been played in the last five minutes at a sporting event, not a bar. I mean, if we're counting beer pong as a sport, it's playing right now. That's true. The Applebee's commercial is particularly offensive. More than just that, there's a couple that are really fucking cringy. Get a dude. NASCAR commercial. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's straight up pandering. Yes. But, and, and again, hilarious once you know that Malcolm Young hates Americans. And if you're an ACDC fan and you don't believe that this band thinks you're a total fucking moron, I would love for you to look at the lyric sheet of basically any ACDC album. Can you try less than this? No, you can't. <laughs> the only thing that bums, well, not the only thing, one of the things that bums, why, why put out 18 albums? Why not just say, look, we wrote every song we could possibly write with rock and the title talking about thunder and blah, 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 blah. And leave it at that. The fact that they just had to keep going and beating a dead fucking horse. Well, I would pose a different question that has the same answer. Why rob people? They have money. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. It's true. No, you're right. You got to milk the cow. If they will buy one ACDC album, they will buy all they will buy 20. I don't know if you've talked to many, uh, ACDC is my favorite band types, but not the most discerning. No, all my friends are not in prison. Their level of discernment is around the level of, I think this ACDC album is better than the 19 other ACDC albums that sound exactly fucking like my favorite <laughs> ACDC album. Yeah. Like if you have all favorite ACDC album, there's definitely something wrong with you. The truth is your there's, favorite. There's at least two others <laughs> yes. that are virtually indistinguishable from it. Yes, there are eras of the band and eras of production and everything, but no matter which eras you're going with or which sound you're going with, Whatever your favorite album is, there's definitely at least two others that sound exactly like it. So how are you picking one? The truth is your favorite ACDC album is just the greatest hits album. That's the, they that's don't, the they truth. They famously don't have one. Well, somebody, okay, the famous list playlist on Spotify that somebody put together because they don't have one. I don't think this is going to be a controversial statement, but ACDC lyrics are very dumb. And when I say very dumb, I mean on the level of Thunder only happens when it rains Fleetwood Mac level of dumb. Uh, nobody would need a season ticket for a one-way ride. Because if it's a one-way ride, you're not coming back. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't even make sense. That's not the way season tickets or one-way rides work. I just feel like you could ask a generic teenager going through puberty to write like a song about the things that are most important to him in his life and he basically would just spit out fucking acdc lyrics like you can't explicitly say all i want to do is fuck so think of like other words to describe the fact that all you want to do is fuck okay and that's it let me know what you come up with and boom you'd have a fucking acdc well that's also how you know that bon scott had listened to a ton of Robert Plant in Led Zeppelin because of how many Led Zeppelin songs, like the Lemon Song, are just singing about his dick. Yes, and a lot of a lot of cock references. I'm pretty sure in one ACDC song, I feel like we should have done cocaine. Uh, I mean, I'm a little bit buzzed. We fucked up, dude. We should have done cocaine before we did this episode. I don't think it would be possible to get drunk enough to do this episode. What's weird? You would think that all the guys in this band were just wasted all the time, but Angus Young has gotten drunk like, I don't know, twice in his life maybe and mm. doesn't drink at all. Made that decision prior to ACDC really becoming a thing. Bon Scott obviously drank a lot. Uh, Malcolm Young, pretty dedicated drinker. And then Brian Johnson would have some beers. But do you think that like uh, fans when they heard that were like kind of bummed? Wait a minute. 
you, you write all these songs and you don't even fucking drink. I can't even fucking stand up straight half the time when I listen to ACDC. Like, For most of this band's existence, you would have to read to really know anything about the band beyond oh, what's on the album. So it does that. That hurts. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. Not, that's uh, not easy for a lot of ACDC podcasts fans. Podcasts are pretty new. So there were, I mean, like if right. they came through town and did a radio interview. Sure. Maybe some more to DJ. Yo, y'all ready to crack on six pack? <laughs> right. And they're like, no, I don't drink. What the fuck, dude? I'm wasted right now on the radio. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I can do this job. <laughs> um, there's another ACDC song where I'm pretty sure he says the words. And again, Hobbit band. Her hot potatoes will elevate you. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's saying. At least I don't know. I, like, can anyone understand what Bon Scott or Brian Johnson is singing about in any fucking song? What? What is? Uh, okay, honestly, what is a potato? Is that referencing her boobs? Yeah, right. Hot potatoes, like hot boobs. Hot potatoes will elevate you. What uh, is that? Her butt? Like she's got big butt cheeks. Well, it's certainly reducing a woman to an object. Which, and I can tell you that I don't like that. Yeah, much. there are pieces of shit for that. Women? Wow, I can't believe you just fucking yeah. said that on this podcast. <laughs> you just called all women pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I was saying. They. That's saying, what you said. Bro. I was saying ACDC was pieces of shit, not women. Jesus Christ, you're trying to get you, you. This is it. This is it. This is the final episode of that fucking podcast. This band's first album in the United States, and there's a whole thing about uh, the first two albums being released in Australia only. Uh, the first album released in the United States began with the song, It's a Long Way to the Top If You Want to Rock and Roll. Only mm. if you want to, though. I do like the consent. And then the second song is called Rock and Roll Singer. So I guess these dudes were real worried about Americans thinking they were a jazz band or something. Yeah. Just in case, guys, we are a rock and roll band. We'd like really like to drive that point home. Yeah, guys, I'm sure everyone heard you kick off this entire album with a ripoff of the riff from T-Rex's Telegram Sam and somehow missed that you were a rock, a band. rock band. Thank you for making that clear yes. with the lyrics. And thank yes. you for continuing to make that clear with the lyrics on every album you have ever put out since. A long way to the top of what, though? What the fuck is he talking about? Like... Well, the whole song is about how much it sucks to be in a band, which is really funny because people don't hear it that oh, way. Oh, yeah, I know. The funny thing is, it's like, you guys don't know anything about the top. When this song comes out, they're not at or near the fucking top. It's like, it's a long what way are you talking top. about? Don't worry, guys. You're at the fucking it's bottom. Like, maybe you're just getting <laughs> ripped off all the time yeah. and you're not going to get there. You guys are literally bottom feeders. I don't know I mean, what you're so worried about. They did happen to become successful at a certain point, but how many bands do that? How many bands have put out an album with a song about like how much it sucks, but it's all worth it in the end because you get there or whatever. Oh my and then, God. But then they don't get there. It's, it's just like an exhaust. some shitty demo that never was even actually released. And then they're going through boxes in the attic and occasionally come across it. And it reminds them of when the they- career they almost had, but didn't actually even come close to having it. This is very depressing. We're going to change the subject now. <laughs> um, I So I think that the reason why ACDC came out of the fucking gate- telling everyone that they're a rock band. I think it's sort of a me thinks the lady doth protest too much situation mm-hmm. where they were worried that everyone would realize the truth, which is ACDC was secretly a kraut rock band from Australia. Everyone's going to think I'm crazy. Just listen to me. Most of the first four or five albums before they started working with Mutt Lang were fast kraut rock packaged as jack off near metal and yes the band were rockers and rollers and right out of controllers even though angus was the only one not standing stock still on stage trying to concentrate on not fucking up his part and the reason why everyone else is standing stock still on stage is that malcolm young probably had to do more counting in his head every concert than any member of the band tool i don't know if people realize how much of a pain in the ass it is to play the same thing 80 times in a row and know when you need to stop playing that thing in order to change to a slightly different thing and then return to that thing and play it 80 times in a row. 80 more times in a row. Well, and then again, Malcolm being one of the guys in the band who drank, it's pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. I mean, 
That's probably why he drank because he was going insane <laughs> from playing the same shit every fuck eighty times in a row. He's probably like Yo, either I drink or I go fucking crazy. These are your options. Like I have to drink. I'm gonna fucking go insane. This is the kind of thing where you say it and everyone thinks that you've lost your mind. If you listen to the panned guitars playing the same thing forever in the song ain't no fun that's some shit you would hear on an album by the band faust you could take the song it's a long way to the top remove acdc's name from the label and as is hand it to a krautrock fan and tell them it was an unheard collaboration between damo suzuki era can and Kraftwerk. they would think you were telling the truth and they would love it you would probably need to change the title of the song but nobody can understand what the fuck Bon Scott is singing about. Mm-hmm. So that's all you'd have to do. The song was written the same way that Can worked, by the way. A lot of ACDC songs were written the same way that Can and other crowd rock bands worked, which is they would play some jam forever and then pull out what they thought were the best parts in order to record them. And that's how this happens. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were going to be like, no, ACDC, we're just playing blues or boogie woogie and turning it up to 11, whatever else. But no, they were playing blues and boogie woogie turned up to 11 the way that robots would play it, which is where the crowd rock thing comes into the equation. There is a reason this is the band that was asked to soundtrack the movie about machines coming to life and murdering people. You've seen Maximum Overdrive? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Now I've got to watch that. I haven't seen that since I was a fucking teenager or something. Stephen King was not born to direct movies. <laughs> but <laughs> true. Very funny, but not always intentionally so movie. Sure. Highly recommend it. Anyway, I'll stop talking about this, but if you do think I've lost my mind about ACDC being secret crowd rock, then I would love for you to listen to the songs Let There Be Rock, Live Wire, Overdose, and Down Payment Blues. Then ask yourself how much of it, besides the lyrics, is not kraut rock because it's certainly more kraut rock than it's not yeah what's wild that when you when you said that to me i actually didn't even for a second think that it wasn't i was like oh yeah i mean that makes total sense to me i do wonder like of all the bands that we cover there's a lot of music snobs obviously that like we really piss off when we say like a lot of these fucking bands suck ass is anybody out there really going to be like you guys are fucking crazy. ACDC is the greatest thing that rock and roll ever put out. You're fucking stupid for saying that they're boring and they write the same song over and over again. Sure, yeah, of course they had the same rock and roll in their fucking title for 30 fucking songs. Because they rock. Because they fucking rock and you guys are fucking idiots. Is that going to happen? Maybe. I guess maybe it is. Somebody out there, I can't wait for the email. Please, random ACDC super fan. Headbanging has got to like damage your brain right there's no way it doesn't damage your brain you're literally banging your brain forward hitting the front of your head boom to the back of your head i mean it's damaging your brain for sure you're basically giving yourself a cte correct me if i'm wrong i'm not a fucking doctor obviously but you're slamming your brain into the inside of your skull yes right yes as a doctor i can tell you that's exactly what's happening not good not healthy no bad 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 your whole shit up. It might be illegal for you to claim to be a doctor on this podcast. I don't know what. Uh, I'm a doctor of music. Okay, Hunter S. Thompson used that <laughs> line. Doctor of journalism. So yeah, doctor. I'm a doctor of podcasting. I'm gonna definitely start saying <laughs> that. <laughs> I go back and forth on this, trying to think of how to say this without getting in a lot of trouble. Um, there are some bands that we talk about where it seems like they are cynically pretending to be dumber than they are. Yes. Like Van Halen. Yeah. I, I think that David Lee Roth has made a career out of pretending to be much Dumbass. stupider than he is. Yeah. I go back and forth on whether I think that's what ACDC was doing. Well, specifically Angus Young. Sure. Was it a shtick or really this is exactly actually who he was? I think that it certainly began as a shtick. So, uh, I can't remember if it was Bon Scott or Brand Johnson, whichever. I think it was Bon Scott because it's a Bon era song. Problem Child, the song Problem Child. Bon would usually intro it by saying that it was a song written about Angus Young because Angus had the whole schoolboy outfit persona thing on stage running around like a little crazy school kid out of control. So it was funny to say that he was a problem child, you know. Then it would come up in interviews 
if someone would ask Angus, were you a problem child? And then his answer was like, no, like I really wasn't a bad kid or anything. Doesn't drink. Uh, apparently a huge history buff likes to read serious books about ancient history and stuff like that. And then he would just go on stage and sort of get in the zone, go, go into the character. And it's sort it's acting. It's, it's definitely acting. Sure. But part of the role is extreme headbanging. Mm-hmm. That's got to make you dumber over a period of decades. Right. Has to. And, and I'm not even talking about like when this song kicks into this riff, he starts headbanging because it's particularly awesome. It's the Angus Young is the Richard Simmons of rock and roll. If you threw on a DVD of any ACDC concert and you with your body copied everything Angus Young does with his body, yeah. you will burn more calories. <laughs> you will burn yeah. more calories than a sweating to the oldies workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the whole world. Dude, we could. We should launch a fucking workout series. Well, I mean, watch in two years, they're going to come out with an ACDC workout. I mean, if somebody has it already. Jesus. No, I mean, the band will. The the band will actually license it themselves. Yeah, that's true. You got to get paid. Got to pay for that castle. A lot of people don't know this, but Angus Young was actually over six feet tall when the Young Brothers started ACDC and he just sweat that much that he shrank from the water loss insane that's really wild that's a scientific fact oh my gosh as a doctor i'm blown away this (laughs) so we have new t-shirts but i just realized can we say how how specifically can we describe the designs of our new shirts uh we have shirts that roundaboutly might kind of make you think of a certain 90s grunge rock band uh and or another famous rock band from the across the pond it rhymes with the bowling bones. The bowling bones. Yeah. Shmervana. <laughs> Shmervana. Come on down to yfbspod.com. Merch store. Buy a t-shirt. Buy a flag. Buy a pin. Buy a sticker. This dude must have gone through pairs of sneakers in record time. Has anyone ever asked Angus Young how long it took to wear out the soles of his shoes? Yeah, doing that like skipping. Uh, Nike should send him prototypes, stress test them. Other bands like The Clash or The Who have broken guitars on purpose to try to look cool. Angus Young breaks guitars because of the way that he plays guitar on accident. That's not even a joke. I'm not saying something to be funny. He breaks guitars on accident all of the time just because of the way that he plays them and the way that he behaves while playing them. Oh, so you're a fan. I do research. Are you a fan? Research. Whoa, dude. Whoa, what's going on here, bruh? You a fan of the band? Everyone knows that you don't do research for the show. I know that's my whole thing. Which doubles the research I have to do. <laughs> I do have I do have notes. I have notes. ACDC dumb. <laughs> dude, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like literally perfect for this. This dude, listen, I I drank too much, and it is literally the perfect thing to do for this exact episode, which is go. I don't know, dude. This band sucks. <laughs> it's basically ACDC. With all of the running and jumping around that Angus Young does, I don't think there's any chance he hasn't accidentally knocked himself unconscious from running into something. <laughs> yes. But the other thing... Or knocked one of his bandmates unconscious. Oh, do, he got to have, yeah, right? Or like hit a camera person. Well, or they, Yeah, especially when they didn't always play on fucking massive like stadium fucking stages. Like imagine them in, him in a club. Oh, oh my, my God. God, you'd kill somebody. He's had to have racked up a few concussions. For sure. From the way that he runs around while playing and yes. everything. And a decent amount of brain damage. Even if not, again, just the headbanging. Just the level of headbanging that he does alone. I'm not going to do it because I want these headphones to stay on my head right now. Yeah. But it's a great thing that he doesn't drink, honestly. If he drank Dude, and, and did this. He'd be dead. Yeah. He'd be, I've been gone. Somebody should do a study on. His brain. On headbanging in general. The other thing about all this running around he does is he by the second half of the concert, usually only ends up wearing just shorts and shoes, uh-huh. shirtless and almost entirely naked. So all of the sweat that he's doing pours directly into the back of his guitars. If you don't play a guitar, you may not know this, but uh, they have plates on the back where you can unscrew them. And that's where all the, the electronic stuff Components. is. Uh-huh. His sweat is just going in there oxidizing 100%. And like rusting the yes. fuck out of every 
decimating those guitars. All in all, I think it's safe to assume that this man has murdered more Gibson SGs than any other individual on the planet. Yes, he's definitely swept them to literally death. Gibson filed bankruptcy a few years ago or whatever, but Angus Young is probably the only reason that company lasted as long as they did. Yeah. Having to replace his own guitars. Yeah. Regardless of the influence of other people people buying them. we're not going to make it. If Angus Young dies, we That's are right. fucked. I don't know how we're going to pay our bills. This is it. It's over. And they're like, oh, wait, ACDC's going on tour. Oh, my God. We <laughs> can stay open another year. Angus is going to need at least 100 guitars. Probably took out like two separate guitar techs. Like one guitar tech changes the strings and actually does guitar tech shit. And the other one's in the back, like soldering together the fucking guitar parts, like fixing the shit all the time. The shit that this band does to their gear is stuff that other bands lie about and pretend to do. You know, there are several stories about, especially in the early days, about them catching amplifiers on fire just because of how high it's turned up. It's amazing they didn't all go deaf, all lose their hearing. This is like cockroaches of band. The fact that all of these guys didn't die like 15 years into this thing. It's pretty wild. Well, you know why? Like all rock and roll music, they made a deal with the devil. I don't know. They never sang any songs about that. I know his songs. That's true. They really didn't, did they? Satan, take out of hell. Hell's bells. Yeah, but even hell's bells, I'm assuming is about boobs. Well, highway to hell. I would have thought that was about some sort of like landing strip or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) the highway to hell you're calling the pussy hell i did not say that they did acdc <laughs> said that um phil rudd plays the drums like he's been in a fugue state since the 1970s yeah. I, if any acdc drummer ever fell asleep i assume a roadie just like kicked him went right back into the drum beat the same drum beat that's in every song yeah if you're the singer, there's always a lot of pressure. Definitely in ACDC, there's a lot of pressure to be, you know, singing like if you just got kicked in the balls. And then there's Angus. You got to run around on stage. Blah, blah blah. Anyone else in the band, drummer, bass player, if they added a second guitar, anybody, everyone else can literally just be cruise control fucking hanging out the whole time and just getting paid dick loads of money. So what do you do? Oh, I'm in a band. What do you do? I play bass for ACDC. I didn't even know they had a fucking bass player. I mean, and I assume that they have. Do they even need a bass player? No. Do they need a drummer? They can no. have a drum. They can have a fucking drum machine up Instead there. Instead of hiring a drummer, ACDC could have totally just bought one of those wind-up mechanical monkeys that plays a drum kit. 100%. The little CVS Walgreens monkeys. Yep. The same beat for fucking three hours. I mean, you could pretty much explain the White Stripes' entire career as Jack White's pissed-off reaction to finding out that ACDC was already a band. <laughs> <laughs> This is bullshit. The drums are not blowing anyone's (laughs) mind. Yes, I get it. As far as guitar playing goes, yeah, these guys took everything that Mark Boland was pretending to do in T-Rex and did it better, but that is really not saying much. I mean, Mark Boland was an awful guitar player. Half of ACDC's guitar riffs sound like a Thin Lizzy song with three or four of the notes missing. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other half sound like ZZ Top did a bunch of truck stop meth. I think the ACDC is proof that you don't actually have to be good. You don't have to be a great guitar player. You have to be a great songwriter. You have to be great anything to be a big band in rock and roll and specifically because you really only have to sing about getting laid in general. You don't even have to be good. So here you go. You want to be in a huge rock and roll band in 2022? Literally just do what ACDC does. And you'll probably be great. You don't have to be a great guitar player. You just have to run around on stage. You don't even need a bass player or a drummer. But let's just say you find two schlubs to do it. They stand on stage and just pretend like they're playing schlubs <laughs> and sing and find a singer. Dude, with the vacuum that is rock music right now, if someone came out you and crush. did exactly ACDC with a twist of Creedence Clearwater thrown in the mix, oh my God. Huge. Oh my God. Huge. You would sell album. Like you could yeah. maybe have a pl- an actual platinum album and not just with the like bullshit thing that they had to, the RIA had to do to pretend to keep existing where they count like streams as sales or whatever. And that's how you right. get a platinum album now. And if you don't believe that statement, all you have to do is look to that other, that new Led Zeppelin band that kids are. Oh, exactly. That went so much farther than it would have gone 20 years ago, 30 years ago. No one would have paid attention to that while rock music existed. That would not, nobody would have given a fuck in the 90s when rock and roll ruled the world. 
if you're in a band, you listen to this show, you're five years deep into whatever you're doing and it hasn't resulted in everything that you hoped it would scrap it all. Mm -hmm. Do this. Yeah. Do ACDC. Yep. And you got to do it unabashedly. You really got to fucking believe it. That's the thing about ACDC. And people responded. They loved it. Obviously, they sold more albums than just about anybody on fucking planet Earth. Top five biggest selling artists in the history of music. Facts are facts. Look at the most recent example that we have of a band doing this is Buck Cherry. And if you think that that band is a joke, but again, you're in a band that's not making the money that you would like it to make and you would love to quit your job as a fucking telemarketer or whatever you're doing. You're in a band that's actually a joke. Do you think that you would have fun playing lit up on stage every night? If I thought that being in a successful band would make me happier and wealthier than I currently am, this is what I would do. Yeah. Bon Scott is proof that all you have to do is die at a somewhat young age in order to instantly become the greatest fill in the blank of all time in the minds of millions of people. Dude died and automatically became the greatest in the minds of his fans. Malcolm Young himself always said that Bon Scott wasn't even really a singer, but you can't tell ACDC fans that or they will flip out. And you would think with a band as dumb as ACDC, the fans would be like, I don't really care who sings the song about having big balls. But even with this band, there are people who act like the difference between Bon Scott and Brian Johnson is the difference between David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. There's a noticeable difference between David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. It's there in the singing and the songwriting. But friends, I promise you, there are millions of people who listen to Drive Time Classic Rock Radio who have no idea that every ACDC song they've ever heard was not sung by the same person. Dude, 95% of people do not know that. Unless you're over 50, then you definitely do. Okay, we get it. You're old. Everyone else, no way. Brian Johnson is more of a screamer singer than a howler singer. But if scientists were classifying these two voices as animals, they would decide the differences were not great enough to be considered two different species. Yeah. This is a fact. Neither Bon Scott nor Brian Johnson hardly ever even tried to enunciate, especially live, but even on record. And fans talk about this like it's just a Brian Johnson thing. It's absolutely not. After... Akadaka's first couple albums sold well in Australia. They were picked up by Atlantic for re-release in the U.S., though apparently not everyone at the label had listened to the band because when ACDC turned in their next album, this is Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, Atlantic said they couldn't release it in the United States with the vocals because nobody would be able to understand anything the guy was saying, <laughs> which was true. Yes. Which is fucking true. Mm. You have to listen to Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap about 25 times minimum to figure out what the hell this guy's talking about. I would actually love to know what people think he's saying. Because you know, at least 50% of the people out there that know the song are not singing the right words. So there's some man and wife married couple from Illinois who sued ACDC over the song Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap because the phone number that's not even in the song was close enough to their phone number for fans to hear the lyrics incorrectly and call, and call their fucking phone. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's how impossible it is to understand Bon Scott. It nearly cost them their entire record deal. They actually got dropped by the label, but then the A&R guy who had signed them went back to everyone and was like, hey, this band hasn't even toured in the United States yet. Can we, yeah, yeah, can yeah, we do yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a tour before you boot their ass and off? And then we see if people like it. And then after that, they came out with Highway to Hell. So, you know, Highway to Hell plus how drunk everyone in this country is. Obviously, that became a hit song. Do you feel like this band falls into, I mean, they have 18 albums I mean, they obviously have a, a bunch of, if they had a greatest hits album, it'd probably be a bigger fucking album than a vast majority of bands that are in the same universe as they are. Does ACDC stand out that much? Or is it just like you write enough shit about the most archaic thing that everyone loves to do, which is nut. And all of a sudden you're like, you're like <laughs> the biggest band on earth. You know what I mean? There are so many novelty 
bands that it, just d- make doesn't ACDC just fall into that also? They are essentially a novelty band. Yeah, I would say so. If you have this many songs with the word rock in the title, especially yeah. given that the etymology of that word is essentially a synonym for fucking, all the songs ACDC has that are explicitly about fucking, plus every song that they have about rocking, yeah. which is also songs about fucking, this band should have just been called Songs About Fucking, like the big black album title. Yeah, maybe it would have been better. Maybe we wouldn't be doing this episode. Anyways, there are, for some reason, despite all of this, there are a ton of ACDC fans who act like Bon Scott was worlds better than Brian Johnson as a singer. And then you can add another layer to it. When Brian Johnson was told that he had to stop playing live or go completely deaf, doctors told him this. They already had shows booked. They had this whole tour booked when that happened, and he couldn't meet those contracted obligations so axel rose who is not known for doing things like this mm-hmm. charitably offered to come sing for the band because obviously axel rose does not exist without acdc there's no chance that you get a voice like axel rose without him eight-year-old kid listening to acdc it's obviously his favorite band yes so he's like i will sing for the band if that works for you and In response, you get a shitload of ACDC fans. First of all, there's all these assholes who think that Bon Scott's better than Brian Johnson and they're pissed at the band for having Brian Johnson as a singer. Then second wave, Brian Johnson fans boycott the fact that Axl Rose is going to be the singer and start all these petitions, refuse to buy tickets. There were like fan sites that shut completely down. We're going to no longer be an ACDC fan site because Axl Rose is going to sing for this band. <laughs> I love that. Dude. That's Axl so fucking Rose. stupid. Axl Rose is a better singer than anyone who's ever been in a studio <laughs> with ACDC and a real frontman. Yeah. Honestly, can you imagine if Axl Rose had been Bon Scott's replacement? If Axl Rose had somehow been Bon Scott's replacement after yeah. Bon Scott died, yeah. I don't think there's any possibility we'd be doing this episode. No, right we, now. we would have to cancel this episode. It would not exist. Imagine Back in Black with 1980 Axl Rose oh my God. singing on every song. It'd be fucking Much hard. Much better album. Yeah. Much better album. Much better band, album, everything about it would have been better, period. Anyway, most of the people who think that Bon Scott was God say one reason is because his lyrics were so great and Brian Johnson's are all trash, which to me is really funny because Bon Scott's last album with ACDC was Highway to Hell. And the lyrics on that entire album are horrendous. What are the fucking lyrics? Who the fuck listens to ACDC and goes, well, I mean, these aren't my favorite lyrics. I would love to know how many people bought that album because of the title track and then hated every other song. Sure. Highway to Hell is a very bad album because it's the first one that they did with Mutt Lang and he immediately neuters it. Well, it's a weird phrase. I was going to say dumbed down, but how do you make this dumber than it already is? <laughs> I, guess, I guess there's a certain point where something being so unabashedly dumb is actually smart. Yeah. And that's kind of what ACDC were doing. It's just unapologetically dedicated to a riff and not changing it. And then Mutt Lang comes in and is like, all right, we're going to slow all this shit down. We're going to compress the shit out of everything. We're going to make sure this sounds real good on radio. And that's a great riff, but I need you to make it more boring. And those are great lyrics, but I need you to write a song about boring stuff. Yeah. I mean, the songs are not even good topics to write a song about. Just look at the song titles. Shot Down in Flames. Is it a song about a fighter pilot in World War II? No. Oh, so it's just some bullshit then, right? You're just like throwing bullshit words around. One of the songs is called Beating Around the Bush. Are we talking about the outback here, guys? I get that you're from Australia, but literally nobody wants to hear songs about the bush, mate. The first thing that pops in my head is OG Metallica fans hated the Black Album. And it's because like Bob Rock basically took this metal band and like polished a turd. Make it super clean and super clean. And then everyone was like, what the fuck did you do to this band? And they went on this to be the biggest album. And that was it. It's game over after that. Is it even arguable at this point that something becoming this popular out of nowhere is proof that it sucks? Because most people have bad taste. Also, this is a black album that everyone should have gotten mad about. Back in Black is awful. Mm-hmm. It's the best selling hard rock album in history. So it's obviously bad. Yeah, that means a lot of people with even worse taste than you loved it. 
Mutt Lang started sucking the life out of this band's sound on Highway to Hell, but Back in Black is where he really figured out how to slot this shit into hard. Top 40 Radio. And it had to be so weird for people who had listened to ACDC the whole time. First handful of albums, and then they hear Back in Black, and it sounds like someone put the whole band on mood stabilizers. Yeah. It's like Prozac ACDC, Prozac Adaka. It's a... Uh- Anytime someone uh, gets involved in the project that you love and they neuter it and they make it super clean and radio friendly, it's got to suck. Oh my God, I can't wait to listen to this. What the fuck is this? This is the album with all the songs that everyone knows and it sounds like trash. The whole album, it just sounds like muted and smooth, you know? Which is not ACDC. I mean, not up to that point. This and Highway to Hell is when they started sounding like this. They are applying actual distortion to the guitar signal. Instead of pushing a clean signal so loud it's about to blow up an amp, which was everything that ACDC was known for doing. It's like there's a porn star who has an uncircumcised cock, and that's his whole thing. That's it. And he like, gets, that's he he's gets got. famous because he's got this uncircumcised cock. Yeah. And then Martin Scorsese is like, I'm going to direct a porn. <laughs> Get me that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're 35 with an uncircumcised cock? Well, you know what we got to do, right? We're taking that skin off. You know what we got to do? Yep. The snare drum sounds like someone is slapping it with a wet rag. It's just, it's every instrument across the board. They sound like a completely different band. And if you don't agree, if you think that Back in Black is like fucking incredible or whatever, here's what I'd like you to do. Go listen to anything that this band recorded prior to working with Mutt Lang. Set the volume and EQ knobs on whatever your bullshit system probably is. Set it to where it all sounds good to you. Listen to it for a while. Listen to that early ACDC stuff for a while. Then just put on Back in Black and don't touch any of the knobs. Listen to how fucking terrible it sounds. Mm -hmm. You have to fuck with your EQ to make this a listenable album. Yes. If you have to change your settings just to make an album sound good, probably not a good sign. Brian Johnson is so buried in the mix, it sounds like they have him singing from the hallway. And that's how the lead guitar sounds, too. Which is weird, because that's kind of their whole thing. It's kind of the whole fucking thing. Quite literally the whole thing. The lead guitar should not sound that way. Probably not. These are repeatable experiments. You can do this. You can apply the scientific process to this. You can listen to early ACDC, set your knobs, then listen to this album. Let me know how it goes, bro. Yeah. You can actually do it. You can actually do the Your Favorite Band Sucks Challenge. They might as well have named this album Trying to Keep Americans from Getting Too Excited and Changing the Station Before They Hear Another Truck Commercial. Yeah. Would have been a long title, but fucking Fiona Apple's done it. But at least it would have made sense. Kiss albums sound more alive than Back in Black does. Yeah. Why Why do people get gravitate? I mean, obviously, this is a fucking huge album. But why? Yeah, you! It's almost as if women like hearing songs about how they fuck good. I think that's why. I think, I think. Yo, crazy bitch. That's it. I mean. Yep. And the thing is, is where the ladies are, that's where the men are. So if women hear songs about how great they fuck and then they're like, this is my favorite. I love this. And then all of a sudden guys are like, oh, me too. I love this band. They're great. For real. If you're in a band and you listen to this show, we have taught you so much already, and you've got to admit that to yourself. Make music for strippers. Dude, it's 2022. You can go really wide with it and make it music to, for everyone to fuck to. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's just fucking everybody. Rock, pussy, yeah. asses. Yeah. You could be slightly more thoughtful ACDC and crush it right now. The more people that get laid listening to your band, the more albums you will sell. Period. It is true. And then ACDC started producing their own albums. They went back to sounding like the same band, but they now only seem capable of trying to write sequels to all of their yeah, biggest stuff. radio friendliest songs. So yes. this is where every album sounds the same really kicks in is when uh, like post Mutt Lang ACDC, they're just ripping themselves off every fucking time. And every song starts to sound like a new but worse version of older songs you already recognize you're going to hear the you shook me all night long chords played in every possible variation because that's probably their biggest song right yeah and then it took like almost a decade it took until 1990 for them to even put out another song that anyone remembers the name of which is thunderstruck huge song i mean massive they got paid half a million dollars to let the movie varsity blues use the song 
Thunderstruck. One movie. One fucking one song. That's a budget for all of the songs in most movies. Yes. And one song. One song from one movie. Half a million dollars. That movie also had My Hero by Foo Fighters yeah. and a bunch of other big songs. And I can't imagine what the music budget on that was. That was though people bought like uh, movie soundtracks. People probably bought that soundtrack. We should I look guarantee that. it. I'm going to look that up and I'll throw it in the, uh, in the post notes. I bet the Varsity Blues soundtrack did numbers. I, I would not doubt that. But yeah, long episode. I don't really know how to end this. Uh, I do know how to end this. Some DJ did a... Okay, so it's a DJ who works on classic rock radio, so obviously heard much more ACDC than the average person. Mm-hmm. And after years of hearing ACDC at his job, realized that every ACDC song ends the same way. Which is? <laughs> Just hitting a chord. Just the chord. So he, it's online, you can find it on... Uh, I think it's on SoundCloud, maybe. Just search all ACDC songs and the same way or something uh, like that. And this dude did a super cut. And I, think, I think it's like 120 songs. <laughs> oh, that's fucking it, awesome. It's just the end of every ACDC song. They all end the same way. If your favorite band is ACDC. <clears throat> yeah. Your favorite band sucks. Oh, shit. You're in the band. You are welcome for another hard rocking episode of Your Favorite Band Sucks. If you're ever trying to smoke out the dumbest person you know on social media, just post a link to this episode and wait to see who the maddest person is in the comments. You can get a link to the episode at yfbspod.com. And while you're on the website, make sure to stop by the merch store to see what we currently have in stock. There's always something fun. All right, I didn't spend very much time trying to track down all these numbers, but it looks like the budget for the entire movie, Varsity Blues, was about $16 million. So for them to spend half a mil on one ACDC song was obviously a pretty outsized expense. Not sure where sales of the soundtrack wound up, but it definitely sold a half million units to go gold within like six months. And it hit the top 20 on Billboard's Top 40 Albums chart. And that is a wrap on this one. Make sure to come back in a couple weeks for the actual most dangerous episode we've ever done. Taylor Swift sucks.